Hello and welcome to the Race FF Podcast at Unaccepted Podcast. What's up, guys? Um, it's Jaime Garcia, and I'm filling in for somebody. I don't know who, but I'm going to say it's probably Manny. And today we have Tony and, of course, Mr. Bitches. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Transmission fanatic. Just uh, recapping uh, the Cadillac uh Long Beach Grand Prix win from last year because he's such a big Cadillac fan. And, you know, uh, we're, we're going to be getting together soon to have some taco yaki uh, pretty soon. Oh, so, he's, he's roasting me. He's playing me. What's up, I guys? was not expecting this whole correct. This is going to be a oh. list of all the DMs Jaime has ever corrected Leo on. Yeah, he's, this is a time where he attacks. <laughs> I gotta go hard, man. I gotta go hard. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> oh, but thanks for having me on. Um, I'm currently out walking my little loaf. So if you hear a, a manual transmission G35 flying around, uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> oh my god, I know that reference too. <laughs> They're all just coming at me, huh? <laughs> god damn. <laughs> oh man. No, it's always a joy to talk to you guys, and um, I always appreciate the support. Um, just a little bit too lazy to get those clips and post them up on my uh, Instagram, but I, I always appreciate the support that you guys give me, and of course, it's always nothing but love for uh, Tony, Manny, and uh, Leo, of course. And, oh, and of Jaime, course. if anybody knows anything about <laughs> social media laziness, it's us. <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, I try my best. Honestly, I try 100%. <laughs> No, Leo Leo does try. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But on my personal account, I go hard. I do whatever I want to do on my personal account. (laughs) On Unaccepted Podcast, I try my best. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, some might call you a freedom fighter level of uh, skill. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just for the moderators to go ahead and say, not me. Oh, God, no. It got worse. I'm literally deemed a domestic terrorist, online terrorist now, actually. I said freedom fighter. You are fighting oh, freedom for freedom. Fighter. <laughs> the best part about this is that, uh, Jaime, thank you for joining last minute. Mm-hmm. Which means last all second. of these roasts are just right there at the ready, no matter what. <laughs> no, he, he had them built up already. <laughs> well, this, you know, I am, a brain. I am a listener. So yeah. okay. I'm fully aware. I'm listening for your podcast as well. Oh, thank you. That that honestly does mean a lot to me. Like I know it sounds always like kind of trite to say, "Oh, thanks for supporting," but it, it really is. It really is nice to hear, you know, little feedbacks from what I say and what I put out on the podcast. I mean, I've always been really jealous of you guys having like the you know trifecta of having uh, three go three great guests or hosts really um at every podcast so it's fun oh, stop. Really you're making me blush well, well you know what but it also comes with a different level of difficulty that you do because yeah. you you're hunting down guests non-stop man and we always, we very always. easily kind of fall into like oh we can just chop it up ourselves and then we don't do as many guests <laughs> yeah. yeah we have a good foundation good foundation on that so of course that's you know, you guys uh, built a good a good setup. I like it. I enjoy it. And, you know, I, I want to take a second also to shout out um, our boy, 91 Octane, John, who's new to the whole um, 
Oh shit! I think uh, again, I'm in the hood, so someone's securing uh, lower rents right now. Uh, I don't know if you could hear that, <laughs> but um, yeah, I have to shout out John for uh, starting to take care of his uh, podcast on his own, and uh, you know, got, got nothing below for him. So yeah, shameless plug for John. Absolutely, I, I actually uh, just uh, heard his. Uh, was that the second one solo now? Yeah. Yeah, I heard his second one solo uh, this morning, and he's he's doing good, and I'm sure he's going to continue to do it. And uh, he is going to be facing the solo pod that you're doing now, so I'm yeah. I'm super excited to see where he ends up turning on the direction to it. Let's let's support you know support the solo podcaster out there. <laughs> Much love to you guys. Yeah, I mean, coming from uh, Mr. Bitches, you know, we're we're not like, rolling in it like uh, Mr. Bitches is, but you know, we we got a you know lonely drivers here. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I live the lonely life. I don't know if you know, but my passenger seat's always empty. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've seen some recent updates, so I, I'm gonna Whoa. go ahead and pass. Yeah, we don't talk about those updates. <laughs> oh, I mean, you gotta I start looking at YouTube. Oh no, no. <laughs> don't look at YouTube either. Okay, so obviously, like everyone knows that I do listen to the podcast and I do uh, care about it. And I think, you know, that there, there's always, how do you say, get out of there, boy. Uh, there's always like, you know, sometimes you breach a topic and kind of leave people hanging on it. And I guess some podcasts uh, don't do a good job at going back, but I would be remiss. I mean, I think the listeners all here might know what I'm talking about, but we all still really want to know what happened to the girl that was a mysterious girlfriend ex fan and that Leo just let her slip through her fingers. So Leo, take it away. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the museum. Oh, I, I remember yeah, now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember. Yeah. This is from What's the, the Pearson Museum trip yes, on my is. birthday. Yeah. I, yeah. I would totally you let us down, oh. man. We were all hanging out on bated breath for that. And that means no. literally listeners were shipping you guys already, and you left us hanging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh my god, I totally forgot. About oh my god, I gotta, I gotta hit up my cousin now. Also, <laughs> oh, he yeah, literally forgot about. It. <laughs> no, because he he did mention she did mention me to my cousin oh. once, talking about like you know, oh, I'm to your your cousin who like your girlfriend. I want to talk to more. And I was about to go, but then I forgot what happened. I just became blinded <laughs> and dumb. So there, there might be a part two to that. I might go to actually. I might go to the museum next week. No so way. yeah, I am. So oh, okay. there, there'll, there'll be a follow up to that. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Now you remind me that I will hit her up. Like, hey, what's up, lady? <sighs> hey, my my fellow mysterious girlfriend, ex alive lover. How you doing? We we've this is all this is the only thing we want Leo. We want Leo to be happy. Don't worry, Leo wants to, Leo wants Leo to be happy as well. <laughs> Big love. All right, let's get into our uh, our topic here. We figured okay. since uh, we have Manny out, we call on Jaime last minute. Actually, pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we do. <laughs> but a perfect opportunity that he is here because uh, our first topic is we're talking about the best FF cars. 
Ooh, man, let's. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, but but hold up, hold up. Here comes the best part, Tony. Give it to him. Oh well, since we have the famous Jaime here from Race <laughs> FF Pod, uh, we're making a rule to this conversation, this debate, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. you know, choose a car, defend your position, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No Hondas. Okay. Easy. No Hondas. No Honda or Acura. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one, but all right, I'll let it go too. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case he tries to slip up. <laughs> no, that's fair. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yes, absolutely. we can. Okay, okay, good. So, um, for track cars, I'm going to say, because, you know, I've been pondering about this, and, you know, Tony's been talking about going to the track more often, and we've, um, when I say we, I mean, just people who like to track and are a little bit more serious of it, we always have a kind of a nostalgia for the car that you can daily drive, take to the track, not a lot of crazy upkeep. So, but it also has to be really budget friendly. So I think I'm going to go with the Toyota Matrix as a solid FF vehicle. I I feel like I see this this little little (laughs) thing lately that my man Jaime has been trying to make me get the the Matrix to become a track car, and been pushing me to go get your Matrix, Tony. <laughs> so I think it's all it's all falling down right now. I have a effect. title getting shipped over from Arkansas. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing: it's like I can't use a Honda Fit, which, I mean, if you go to a track day, you want the possibility of being able to uh sleep in the car in the matrix you have a big back you have you know room to go ahead and lay down and if you wanted to do a uh, track life that way so I, I, I like the matrix and they're very undervalued for what i think they are it's true mm-hmm. they got solid toyota motors a little bit mm-hmm. ugly but they got a big booty put your time back there if you have the XRS, that's a different story. You got the 2ZZ motor, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is a, a blessing to the world. Yeah, I would say like a Matrix, something that you can fit a lot of stuff in, like take your own little tote uh, to the track in. So non-Honda one, I would probably go with a Matrix uh, for that. Uh, for the, the overall kind of like vehicle, the, the one car that can do a lot. All right, okay. all right. Uh, Jaime, awesome. do me a favor and lean a little bit closer to your phone or something. Oh, better? Yep. Better. Oh, beautiful. Okay, sorry. That's all right. You muffled out for a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. I-, I like to hear your your voice, King. <laughs> it gets me really excited. I wasn't supposed <laughs> to say anything, but Leo did ask me to separate your audio for some ASMR later. Oh, man. Well, we Tony, you come on. <laughs> We all want That's to supposed to say it now. <laughs> we all want to hear the 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 call or the update of him uh, talking to mysterious girlfriend X Fact. That that's oh, yeah. if if I can leave this podcast recording with any any goals, is that like I, I don't even want to see Leo's uh, twenty two re uh, <laughs> running before that. <laughs> this is what makes me happy. <laughs> Well, look, if, if Manny's not here to roast me, we got Jaime here to be roasting me. <laughs> it's I mean, one or the other. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, Manny's not here, and I understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I did the assignment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Okay, all right. Tony, all right, we'll... so, yeah. Oh, Tony, go ahead, Jaime. Go ahead, Jaime. Hit that, hit that. Yeah. No, what's the FF car that you guys would go with? Uh, non Toyota or non Honda? Non Honda. Okay, Sorry. so I'm adding one. I'm kind of do kind of like a high low situation since I heard okay, Jaime is. Okay. I decided to add a little high low, right? <laughs> Initially, I kind of went with what's one of the most capable FF cars I could think of that was not in the Honda category. And I went with the L- LNF specific Cobalt SS. Oh, solid, solid. Because the the LNF is actually the one that took over most FF records before the new Type R's came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the LNF was actually 260 horsepower for mm-hmm. only those two years. <laughs> yeah, I think also if I remember correctly. They had a button willow lap wrecker, but it was voided because they used nitrous. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So solid oh. choice. Solid choice. Yeah, that was definitely like my what top ranking FF car I could think of, right? But since mm-hmm. you kind of di- went with this description of the matrix and kind of like the everyday car, budget friendly, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to throw one more in the mix kind of like the high low situation solid and i'm gonna go with the um uh the centra spec v oh yeah the spec v centra that's a solid one high compression more torque than the si brembo setup nismo suspension six speed out of the um out of the 350s like they perform mm-hmm. really well, and you can get them pretty dirt cheap because they're kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. have a solid beam rear axle. That's ah. kind of the downfall of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very, very familiar with the solid beam rear axle on a front-wheel drive car. Yeah. Oh, come on, Puppas. Let's go. Oh. Calling you, Leo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm my way, King. All the way, Daddy. He left. Woof, woof. <laughs> I guess um, going off of a uh, Tony high and low car, whatever thing. Well, um, well, first thing first, I think you guys already know what my my low car will be. Um, it will be a Peugeot two hundred five Rally. It's so everything like, wrong with uh having a daily car that's so cheap and affordable to drive. What do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you ever driven a Peugeot before? Can you get the parts at AutoZone? Yeah, actually, you can. Damn. Okay, you got me. You can, actually. Fair enough. I did ask. Don't worry. If you can't, Jaime will send you a DM later. <laughs> I know. You, you will correct me. Well, last time I asked the AutoZone, I asked, I was just fucking around. I was like, can I get a part for a Peugeot 205? Like, yes, we do. It'll be like, a week for it to ship. Oh. oh, solid. So it won't be there instantly like other parts, but it will it, it will be there. Yeah, well, I stand corrected. Good job. 
Yeah, I did a little, little research. Okay, so, so why no, I the mean, 205? I mean, no need to research either. I did it work. <laughs> All right. But what'd you say, Tony? Oh, why the 205 specifically? Like, for me, the uh, Sentra was honestly a little bit of, like, member berries because I had one. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, like I said before, like, if I didn't have that Sentra... I probably would have never considered buying the Type R, which, you know, a little bit of a sour taste at the end, but it was still a super fun car to have while I had it. Because mm-hmm. the so, Peugeot 205 rally, it's it's the extreme watered-down version of the 205 T16. If I don't know if you guys know what that is. Do you guys know what that is? No, I do I not follow the French. The, course, no, so T, the T16 is the the homologation of uh, the Group B rally car. Oh, okay. So the 205 is front-wheel drive, not like the T16, which is all-wheel drive, mid-engine. 205 rally, just front-engine, front-wheel drive, um, handle like a fucking dream. Mm-hmm. It's everything what you want for within a 90-horsepower bucket of joy. I'll tell you that. And like I said, it's a dream and Oh god, it looks so beautiful. Solid, solid. Man. Ninety horsepower and, is a tough buy, though. <laughs> but then again, you think about it, it's it's a what is it a eighteen hundred pound car? That's a good point. That's yeah. a solid point. It's a really I mean, really light like car. My EG makes one fifteen, so but it weighs twenty. Well. Well, you're also 115 to the wheel, right? Oh, yeah. 115 to the wheel, but that's with a fresh rebuild. So, yeah. So, 90 after drivetrain loss. Ooh, yeah. That that is a hard one. But it's a little little peppy. It's it's a little (laughs) peppy car. That's it. All right. I I do love my French. We, We will eliminate you for using nitrous. No, yes. don't worry. No nitrous needed for fun. <laughs> the other car I have in mind, the one I think of, Nissan Sentra, but hear me out, S-E-R. Okay, the uh, B-13s? The B-13 with an SR-20. Any. Any, any, any. Yes, sir. There you go. Taxi yep. to Mexico. Yep. Still yep. buy them up until 2011. Yeah, this like I said, SR20, and their little go kart too. Yeah, and they had a double wishbone or multi link suspension front and rear, solid. Yes, sir. Everything what you want, and they performed really, really well in the JTCC series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I know my JTCC and BTCC up to ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and now you know you're into uh, Cadillac racing uh, up until to, uh, most recent year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You are right. Yeah, you you do have a point. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. Next uh, topic, Tony. What's up? Oh, sorry. I said, what's the next topic? Well, uh, next topic. Since I know. Um... Uh, you said you wouldn't be able to join for the entire episode. I wanted mm-hmm. to do a little update on the Race FF pod. Okay. We got a, now, you know, uh, what 
How long have you been doing the podcast now? Um, this is the second season. I think this week I uploaded episode or this is second season, so episode uh, 49. So two years almost. Almost two. Yeah, all right. That's awesome. And I know like the we first brought you on like close to the beginning of when you started. Yeah. Yeah, so, you guys are huge supporters at the start. So yeah. Well, you know, I was there for the first one. I was oh, there when you first started the, the Instagram death, right up of the pod. I was the first one. <laughs> yes, literal <sighs> grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you got two seasons in, we're heading into 23. Um, you know, we got to hear the the podcast kind of growing um into your rookie season of racing for Honda Challenge. What mm-hmm. is coming up now? Well, I mean, for most people that do listen, um, oh boy, sorry, dog, started barking at my dog. Um, so definitely I want to try and see if I can get to the podium for the regional championship over here in uh, SoCal for H4. Mm. Um, last year I got up to sixth place, but, you know, I'm currently working on the one thing that the Civic was missing, which was a transmission, um, final drive and LSD. So hopefully with that, I can get a little bit closer. And if I'm consistent and reliable, I think I can get somewhere to the top three in the regional, hopefully if everything works out well. Um, And of course, um, for those that have been listening, is really going to nationals in 2023, which is going to be over at Pit Race International in Pittsburgh. So I'm excited. That's the first time I'm going to go past um, pretty much Vegas. I've never been to that part of the country, so it's kind of wild. Ooh, it's interesting. Yeah. And going to to watch, or are you planning to go to compete? Well, competing against them, uh, so... Tony knows this. Um, Honda Challenge here is not as big as it is over in uh, the East Coast. And Mm -hmm. they're looking at having close to 40 cars racing at Nationals. And how many of them are racing the same class as SoCal? (laughs) uh, None of them. They They all race in the H2 class. So essentially the benchmark is an Integra Type R. So it's like key swaps um all kinds of other swaps um they kind of have like a similar performance to a integra type r on like toyo double r's and whatnot Ooh. so yeah they're very competitive last year's uh champion um is from the mid-atlantic region so he's going to be going over there and uh mid-atlantic had the previous champion uh from there so they might be able to do a hat trick, but then again, we have Northeast who has a lot of really stout drivers. So it's really anybody's game. And you know, that oh. is actually something that makes your uh, podcast a little bit unique and kind of brings a different sort of audience. Cause mm-hmm. we could be even involved in our own region of, of uh, motorsports, NASA, whatever organization you're with. And we could easily kind of like tunnel tunnel vision into what's going on here, but 
listening to your podcast, we've been able to hear from different regions and different competitors, different champs, and almost kind of track the different conversations you have with the guys that are going to be leading and competing each other at the end of the season. So it's actually been pretty cool to watch it or hear it, at least from this side of it. No, yeah, I think my my still my favorite episode is um from Jaime is when he had that on um, the CRX guy come over. I forgot what his, his name is. Jaime by any chance? Do you remember his name? He's on mute. He might be dealing with uh doggos. He might be picking up poop. I'm picking up poop. All hey, I would mute myself too. Just picking up poop, start cussing every time. Oh my fucking god. This is a four pound of poop. How are you producing four pound of poop? You're a small dog. Oh, it is a loaf of bread too on top of that. So I, I got to put that factor in as well. Fuck. No, yeah, this, this, this one episode that Jaime made, ooh, it was a while ago, like a year, no, two years ago, actually. It was a CRX uh, owner. Uh, he had cool livery on it. And he was telling the story of like all the people, like all the cars that he bought, the story behind them, one out before, and then Holy shit, it was pretty interesting. I love, I liked it. I liked that episode a lot. Yeah, because I mean, even from like a maybe somebody who doesn't really follow racing per se, right? They just love cars. They like fast cars. There's always that introduction of like um, getting the person behind the car. What's their build like? What kind of mods they do to kind of prep their car for it? It's always really interesting to see that. Yeah. So I was like listening to uh, like I said to Jaime's uh, podcast because it's. It's a lot different. Plus, it make like there be stuff that he's talking about, and then he like gets into more in detail. Where I'm like, oh, that's what this means. Oh, this is what NASA mean in all the regulation. Oh, that's what he's doing to his Civic. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that's why I like listening to the Jaime podcast. It's pretty fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's it's always a joy to hear for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So whenever Jaime comes back, and I will give him a big kisses. Um, hang home. Sorry. Okay, I guess he's not coming in anymore. Okay, <laughs> we have lost connection with Jaime. Yeah, always fun. All right, well, Jaime, well, if you hear me, I'll big love you, big kisses, big mush mushes. Um, please come over. So we're gonna have um, like you said, taco yaki. <laughs> And then we can go to the Pearson Museum and find a mysterious girlfriend ex girl. That is, I, holy shit. I totally forgot about that. I'm not going to lie. Holy snap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the Lord, the what? I'm like, and then he talked about him like one and one added together. And I realized one plus one equals two and two equal. Holy shit. The Pearson Museum girl. Oh my God. It just all adds up. Yes. So uh, I guess with that, Thank you, Jaime, for coming on. I know you lost connection, but uh, we're always happy to support. Obviously, I'm hoping all our listeners are subscribing and listening to the Race FF Pod too. And uh, Leo, let's uh, let's finish up our episode. All right. Um, where are we at? <laughs> uh, you said you had some Forza news. Uh, big Forza news, big Forza news, boys and girls. Today is Wednesday, and tomorrow is Thursday. Uh, what day is it today? I forgot. 24, 25, 26. Tomorrow's the 26th. That means there's going to be a brand new live stream on the Forza, uh, 
for the Twitch stream. And they did release a little snippet of a 400ZX, or not ZX, 400Z, which means we're finally going to get a brand new car. On top of that, we're, they're bringing back the Del Sol and the Mitsubishi FTO. Tony, do you remember the Ooh. FTO? Yes, I do. That's uh, 3000 GT. No, 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 no. FTO. Front wheel F- drive Mitsubishi. Wonky looking car. Wonky looking car. Very. If you look at it, you like, why does it have a body kit? But then you realize it's not a body kit. Okay. Really interesting little car. Really interesting Mitsubishi. Oh, so, it's it's a fucking tiny one, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I only recognize it from Gran Turismo. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what she's mostly known for: Gran Turismo and the Gran Turismo only. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that car is making a comeback from Forza Motorsport Four, and as well the Del Sol is coming back from Motorsport Four. So it's been around a around. 14 to 15 year hiatus for those two cars. So big hype for that. Um, they said they're, they are announcing brand new stuff coming out and we'll see what kind of stuff. And then there is some word going around saying that there is a possibly brand new DLC coming out. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't let us down. Cause you know, lately, like I said, lately Ford has been going to shitter. No one wants to play it anymore. And as a huge enthusiast of a Forza fan, I am been Motorsport 2. This is the biggest flop I've ever seen on on Forza in general. Yeah. Not their fault. I feel like there's someone holding them back, making them use recycled cars. But who knows? Hopefully we get more cars than, than those three cars. Yeah, just like with all things, I'm sure there's some kind of monetary reason for it where they just don't want to pay, you know? No, definitely, yeah. Like, that. hopefully Whether... we bring back the EM1, uh, the EG6. Hopefully, that's why I'm crossing my finger. The EG, that's all I need. EG, and you get a nice body kit, white body kit, and I'll be the almost happiest little boy ever. <laughs> and if, if you can throw in newer cars, like, I don't know, a Chaser... Chaser, a JDX, JDX uh, 100, or anything, anything brand new. That'd be cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that the 400Z is coming in. And I pray to God it comes with body kits. But we'll, we'll see. Only time will tell. Absolutely. Um, funny enough, you mentioned that with the uh, 400Z. Mm-hmm. Or it, do they just call it the Z now? No, it's 400Z. All right. Um, the uh, 91 Octane actually did a story um, on one of his last episodes where he kind of made a comparison about how everybody kind of shitted on the BMW Beaver Teeth and they took a hard offense to it, you know? Yeah. And uh, Nissan apparently got some uh, lashback on the on the Proto Z grill and they off and they decided to redesign and offer a grill option to change it. Yeah, listening to the consumer. No, you don't say. Yep. BMW needs to be taking some fucking notes. (laughs) What? No. Listening to the consumer? Nissan. I mean, I'm about to say Nissan. The development for the Skyline, they should take some notes too. Ah, That is fucking true, though. Yeah, you're right. But then again. But you know what, though? 
What's up? Motherfuckers that have that kind of money, they don't care, dude. They just want the branding anyways. If they really care, dude, what about the R50s? The GTR R50? Yeah. You want to call it quarter move? Go ahead. I think the the amount of percentage, right, if we're taking up the ratio of usage of performance and just want of branding and name, I think the ratio is more of they just want the GTR name. You know what I mean? Really? I th- so I don't think they care too much if it's not changing a lot and they'll still buy it. I'm about to say, I know a lot of people use them for anything right. but track use. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They use yeah, them for airbags and camouflage wrap. Yeah, there you go. Airbag, <laughs> and also just drag racing. So anything that is in a corner. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Every time I see them, most of the time it's a drag race where I see them. Yeah, it's like 2,000 horsepower GTR, best of the world. Launching on all wheel drive. And, Launching yeah. all wheel drive. Actually, I did see a video. Suppose there was like a, 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 was it the King of Texas? It was like a GTR. Uh, push like 1700 horsepower, and then here comes little dingy Civic just destroy him three times. He just took that title out of nowhere. <laughs> little Civic, I'm like, Yep, yeah, that's, that's how, what Civic can do. Yes, uh, yes, is, I don't know what the GTR was expecting. <laughs> you don't fuck yeah. with, with Civics, and you don't fuck with Dominican in Civics. <laughs> but that's the rule if you're Dominican or Puerto Rican, and you have a Civic. Just race your own people, like not not race the way, not race your own people, but race your own kind because you're the fastest thing your ever. People, you're the, you're fast, you're faster than the speed of light. That's that's the given facts. <laughs> if you own a rotary, then I'm sorry, don't touch me. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't touch me. You're just too fast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's move on to our uh, next topic. What is our next topic? All right, so next topic. We've had this whole, uh, I don't even know what you really want to call it. I'm sure somebody has a good name for it, but the uh, supply and demand issue we've been having with car manufacturers over the last couple of years, right? Yes. So the Bronco was released. There has been... The best car in the world. Huh? The best SUV in the world. The best SUV in the world? Yes. Okay, I'm assuming that you're not a Jeep fan then, huh? Hell no. (laughs) All right. So the Bronco has received so many pre-orders that they cannot compete or produce them fast enough to actually supply the orders. Like people are on waiting lists for a super long time. Mm. Now, what Ford is doing, because um they're they're afraid that the list and wait list is so long that uh, they're afraid they're going to lose these potential buyers, right? Yeah. So what are they doing? They are offering money to buy a different model, Ford model, obviously. So if you, in theory, right, hindsight, I know you're going to you're gonna make a joke right now, but if I wanted to buy another car... <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I would say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But in theory, if I wanted to buy another car, I could have made a $100 reservation, sat on the wait list forever, and then Ford would have offered me $2,500 to go buy a different Ford model. (laughs) You know, and what, in the range of what cars, the Edge? (laughs) I don't know. I'd buy a truck and get rid of my old truck. 
the escape? Am I going to buy the escape? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you offering me? Because <laughs> they got the range of nothing and excursions and trucks. Mostly trucks. Because look, if, if we're looking at, you're buying a Bronco because you want an off-road vehicle or you want a outlanding vehicle. That's the reason why you bought a Bronco. And God forbid, a Bronco. If you pre-ordered a Bronco. God forbid you if you pre uh, if you put a pre-order on the sport Bronco, because you deserve to get laughed at. That thing is fucking ugly. <laughs> you deserve to get pointed and laughed at the dealership. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. You're not buying the Maverick because that's that's front wheel drive. Is the Maverick uh, front? Yeah, I found out. I did not. I mean, I've seen I've seen one. Uh, my my buddy's um. Girlfriend has one, and they're fucking tiny. I didn't know they were front, though. They're a front-wheel drive. Wow. Very, very rarely you find an all-wheel drive one, but huh. they're all front-wheel drive. Okay, so there's only, there's only like, a high-end tier that gets them all-wheel drive. Yeah, I feel like they're running on the same plat- uh, transit platform. Okay. That's, that's making more logical sense in my end. Yeah. That's what I think. So you got you're not buying the Maverick because no, you're not buying an excursion because way out of your budget. I don't think they make the excursion anymore, do they? They do. I know they make the no, expedition. no, 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 expedition. Expedition. I do correct myself. Jaime, please don't attack me. <laughs> <laughs> you came and attacked me earlier. He's gonna <laughs> reconnect his internet connection just to correct you. <laughs> you, you heard me. His internet connected back. I heard you yep. did this. Let me correct you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got that the uh, expedition. You're not buying that because you're not, you know, you're not a celebrity that needs to ride around in that. No, the the only things that make sense that you could turn into off road, and that's with modification, would have to be the Raptors. Well, you could you could modify again with enough money, a Ranger. Or an F one fifty, but you're pouring money into it at that point. You're not getting the big, the big knobby tires from the get go. You know, I mean, you're not gonna get the same performance as a Bronco. No, absolutely not. No, it's what everybody wants. What everybody yes. wants is an American. I guess you can say Land Cruiser. But what I could have done is I could have basically scammed Ford out of twenty five hundred dollars. For helping a down payment for a tr- a new truck for me. Well, we could have done it. We could have put multiple reservations. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what, Tony? We need to time travel back in time and put our mo- our reservation for four hundred dollars. <laughs> there it is. Be like, you know what? Give me the twenty five hundred dollars. I was about to buy. I was about to plan. I was planning to buy four Broncos, but you tell me this now. I'm just giving you my money, and I'll buy another Ford. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> let me use it as a down payment as well <laughs> basically basically all right yeah, yeah i got big. another small topic mm. so What's a small topic sir this is this is just a an ongoing little story event going on and i just happened to run into it um obviously this is anecdotal from my experience but i did verify it and it makes me kind of wonder, and I and I think you're going to be surprised about this too. So hmm. you remember my Crown Victoria? Yeah, I remember that. Who can, yeah. who can we not forget? 
It's uh, it's with my pops in Arkansas. Mm, yeah. So uh, it finally gave him some trouble. He's having some issue with um, uh, he's getting an error code that has to do with the throttle body position sensor, and he sprung a leak on the radiator. So uh, I was kind of helping him out, find parts, um, and kind of like sending him um, uh, videos of how to change him out, make sure that he's you know gonna gonna get everything handled out there. He is by himself out there, no family, no friends, like. You know, like I said before, big respect for him trying to follow what he wants to do for retirement out there. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyways, so I'm looking up parts for him. And like, um, you know, obviously, I'm we have AutoZone. They have AutoZone, right? Yeah. Like we have more or less of the big box stores the same. So um, he told me about the radiator and I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, you know, he's on a he's on a budget out there, right? A very, a very modest budget. So uh, obviously for us, first thing that I think about usually is cool. Where's a part out car? Where's a fucking part, a dismantling shop, you know, out in the bunk, yeah. nowhere of Arkansas. They ain't none of that. Um, so I was like, cool. Let me just look it up on AutoZone, see how much it is on AutoZone. And the radiator um, was $115 for the basic radiator here at AutoZone, two miles away from my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I sent him a message. I was like, oh, dude, like, Raider is only like 115 bucks. Like, just fucking get a new one. Like, that's not even a big deal, you know? That's not a, a hard stress or anything, you know? And he goes, oh, shit, okay. And he goes, he goes to look, he goes to call the local AutoZone to see if they have it in stock. $264. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I could not believe it. I was like, no fucking way dude so um he tries the o'reilly's and the advanced auto parts they're all in the range of like 250 and why so much? what's that why so much uh, honestly i could not fucking figure it out because everywhere i looked we were significantly cheaper here in california now if i'm Again, this is all just I just happened to run across this issue with my dad and I I found it fascinating that in the south in these small areas where income and wages and everything is super low, housing's low, you know what I mean, nobody gets paid dick over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. The part some of the parts are like double the fucking cost. <laughs> God. Hell the, no. The sensor I ended up buying, I ended up uh, buying from too was a, I think it was like a forty dollar difference from California to him. So I did go on the AutoZone, like on the website, and I changed my location to his zip code, and I looked up the parts, and yeah, dude, like anywhere between fifty and a hundred and fifty percent markups. What the fuck? I I do not understand it. I'm not sure. Maybe it could have to do like, you know, California is expensive, right? Yeah. But we also own 30% of the car sales and, and probably even bigger percentage of the overall car cars in the country, you know? Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's kind of an issue of like, they're going to sell so many in California, they can sell it for cheaper versus out in Arkansas. They're only going to sell a little bit. So it's probably costing them more money to ship random bullshit 
into that into that state, you know? Yeah. That's my theory on it. I honestly don't know if anybody listening has more information on it. I'd love to hear it. That's but, uh, pretty interesting, honestly. Yeah. Don't build shit boxes in Arkansas. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I thought like anywhere but California would be cheaper to build cars. That's what it seems like. But you know what? We just have an abundance of parts. How, how do you compete with a junkyard or a part out because there's so much population of part outs? How do you how does a big box stores compete with that? They got to lower their prices. And there's so many people here that they're able to lower the prices and just make up for it in volume. Yeah. That is my theory, at least, right? Yeah. So, yeah, if anybody has more information on that, maybe some insider info or whatever, like, would love to hear it because that is in fucking sane. <laughs> yeah. So, where, wherever y'all, all y'all listening from, just tell us the price of a radiator from a uh, Ford, Ford Crown Vic 2008. Uh, that one's an 06. 2006. Um, let us know in from uh, what was it? Unacceptedpod at gmail.com. And the title should be You'll Be Surprised with How Much This Costs. And we'll look it up and we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Or you can DM, it, DM us on Instagram. Like in all reality, I'm pretty sure most of our listener base is in Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of our island, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they they're they're like email. What the fuck is that? Yeah, except for all those clips I post on TikTok of you. We have a TikTok. No, no. <laughs> I want to say we have a TikTok, and I not know of that. No, I think I opened one up a long time ago and never fucking used it. Well, give me that account so I can start posting like funny picture of my butt. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Good plan, good plan. Sounds like a plan. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, um, you have anything else or we want to call this an episode, Leo? Um, I do have cartoon news. Oh? oh. Cartoon, not anime, but cartoon. Um, What's the difference? Well, well one is uh, American, <laughs> one... I'm not, you know, I was about to say something beyond racist, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to be Mr. West right now. <laughs> Got it. But um, quick little note: um, Adult Swim has ended its uh, association with Justin Rowland. Uh, Justin Rowland is the guy who created uh, Rick and Morty, and she found out a lot of allegations of abuse, domestic abuse, and uh, pedal shit on it. So Adult Swim has came out to say that um, they ended anything related with um, with Justin. But they did say on their Instagram post that Rick and Morty will still continue and the talented crew and dedicated crew are at hard work at season seven, which might be the last season for Rick and Morty. Interesting. That's sort of wild and kind of a shame. I really like Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a huge thing if you think about Wendy's, Adult Swim, McDonald's, and all that bullshit. So for that creator, or how would you say it? Yeah, I guess you could say that. That Justin, who the man who invented fucking, who made Rick and Morty. With all the allegations coming out, and now Adult Swim coming in saying 
they're not part of the um, they're not associated with Justin. That's a pretty big thing. So that yeah, is big, big. You keep a big eye out on that, and just and we're about just enjoy the last season where we might get a Rick and Morty. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Last season, if it has to be the last season, we don't want to keep giving money to anybody. You know, if he's found guilty of all this shit, we don't want to support that shit. Yeah, no, that's the last thing we want. Yeah. And free top G, right? What's that? Free top G. What's top G? There we go. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I guess final shout out TFT Performante. Um, I've actually been in some conversations with him. Uh, It looks like he is now uh, one of the only uh, official vendors or dealers for the Karma body kits. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a new venture that he's kind of getting into. And it's always interesting to see what he's getting in the mix with. Remember, he also started um, with another suspension company. He's got the oil going now. Like, always love that he's out there hustling and trying to get new things and trying to be a little bit different and catching those exclusive things nobody else has. I hope you forgot about the Celica. <laughs> That's my biggest fear. Like karma kit on your Celica. Oh, 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 I'll be blessed. I'm just, I hope that he forgot about <laughs> me working on the motor on the Celica, which I did some updates now. I did buy some parts here and there. Oh, a full 22 RE. No, I just need the 22 RE. <laughs> oh, actually on my other topic, what is prices for a 22 RE in your state? Uh, anything cheaper than $400, please just at unknown underscore V2. Uh, happy late birthday, and I have something for you with the address. <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting one to see if parts are looking like that for a freaking radiator. Like, I wonder what a older model engine drivetrain setup is going to cost out there because they're so scarce. You know what I mean? Actually, I did someone, I saw someone on Instagram try to sell a Celica or try to trade a Celica for a A86. The same one as mine, but Coupe. Okay. And I was like, one, like, I said to him, I didn't tell him directly. I told him, you're dumb. No, like one Celica or um, not that much. <laughs> yeah. Or not that much. It shouldn't be worth that much. Two trading for an eight six was worth like eighteen thousand dollars at this point. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. A rolling shell is six thousand dollars. So you put one and one together. Yeah. So I saw that. I'm like, mm. they they try to justify the price. Like, oh, look at the Celica. And I saw this the Celica. He pointed out it was like some weird Celica. I'm like. Okay, I thought to myself, okay, the reason why this Celica is so expensive because he's from the Midwest. I'm like, the reason why this Celica is expensive because A, it's still running, and B, it hasn't rusted out yet. Because <laughs> all Celica from Midwest, they've just been rusted out to like pure dust already at this point. Yeah, we, we don't know what rust is over here. Yeah, what well, it is, it's a foreign concept. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, that's about it. Yeah. Celica not worth that much. Now they're over here. I don't know why they're going for seven thousand dollars. All of a sudden, I'm so shocked. And I found out 
they're selling corner lights for $250 each. Huh. And guess what I found in my garage? A gore? <laughs> no, beside that. What? Um, I found extra pairs or extra sets of uh, corner lights for Celicas. Nice. And I already sold them. Sweet. Yeah, so they're picking up today, as in Wednesday. There it is. There's a little bit closer to the engine. Oh, heck yeah. Just wait until I, uh, when taxes come. Could have done, You could have done a 5-0 swap, though. Are you going to help me do the standalone ECU? I don't want to do the wiring. <laughs> then exactly. <laughs> you keep it calm down over there in the 5.0 world. Until I make, until I'm comfortable doing it by myself. And no, no more comfortable. If until I have a, my own space to work on my car, then I can't do 5.0 swap. Gotcha. That's what it really comes in, down just space. All right. If we, All right. If we live in the Midwest and we have space, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, two to three times the price of parts. You know, yeah. Yeah. And two to three times uh, more of the rest. And for the second or third time, that is our episode. Leo, why don't you tell them where they can find us? You can uh, find us. You can do it. I believe in you. Uh, uh, uh. You can... Uh... Is that Manny's part or is that my part? <laughs> it's Manny's part. Oh, then I, I don't know it's Manny's part. <laughs> I know my part, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Tony, take it away. Alright. <laughs> Alright, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, um, at Unaccepted Pod, or our website at unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review on wherever you listen to iTunes, Spotify, and now Hymate FF on the Civic Pod. All right. And if you have any questions, if you have figured out how much a Crown Vic radiator or a 22RE costs in your state, <laughs> you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will see everybody next Wednesday. Bye bye. And thank you very much, Jaime, for coming in literally last second. Yes. Thank you very much, Jaime. Much love. Mwah.